0: You're listening to Around Comics. Hey, what's going on everybody at sale again? Sorry I uh, was... Indisposed for a couple of weeks there. We didn't get any top of the stacks. Um, I have to talk to Chris and Tom about our next episode. I'm not sure where or when that's going to happen. Pretty soon, I think. Maybe in the next week or so. But uh, in the meantime, here at Around Comics, I uh, I wanted to give a little recap of my uh, C2E2 experience. I went to the Chicago Comics and Entertainment convention expo comics i don't know what c2e2 stands for i can't remember uh this but you know what it is the big the big comic book show here in um chicagoland at mccormick place i went saturday i I just don't have the energy to try and go to a comic-con for more than one day anymore and and generally i don't go on saturdays uh because saturdays are uh, the busiest day. They're usually the madhouse day. It's the it's the biggest names are there. The the contest, the big comic, you know, our uh, cosplay contest is Saturday. So you get a lot of craziness. It's it's an extra layer of fan nuttiness, fanatics. Um, there. So I usually don't go, but this year I did go on Saturday, uh, because uh, that was when uh, I had time. My uh, I brought my son along, my 13 year old boy Jackson. Uh, who uh, enjoys comics to some degree, but is really just in it for the movies and TV shows. He's, he's sort of a prototypical um, new fan, a, a fan nouveau, comic nerd, nerd uh, nouveau, that's a good name for it, I think. Um, the new nerd that is out there. That I'm not, uh, I am in no way, shape, or form discriminating against the nouveau nerds. Um, I think it's great, I think it's healthy, I think it's awesome, I'll hopefully... You know a small percentage or, or even a large percentage of those people will will get into comic books, but if they don 't if they just love the movies and the TV shows and all the t shirts that 's cool too like i, I 'll get into that a little bit later but but uh, yeah, so that that I went Saturday to see two e two and, and um, it was uh, it was a madhouse it was insanity. I could not believe the amount of people uh, i guess i 'll just start in the morning and we got there early I wanted to get there early because I had. A couple of things going on. I had um, will-call tickets uh, because I wasn't sure if I was going to go uh, or not until kind of late into the, the decision-making process. My, my daughter wasn't sure if she wanted to go. My son wasn't sure, blah, blah, blah. Things, you know, just scheduling problems, that kind of thing. But uh, I ended up getting ordering tickets for Saturday. Um, one of the reasons I did is because a friend of mine, my oldest friend, in fact, a guy I've known since kindergarten, was going on Saturday um, with his family, so I thought, what the heck, I'll go then and check it out, and why not, what's the big deal? How bad could it possibly be on a Saturday? I mean, it's a comic book convention, folks. I've, I've been to dozens of comic book conventions. Hell, I even ran a couple of comic book conventions at one time in time, and uh, I, could fig- I could handle anything, right? So, uh, so... I end up going early. We want to get up early. We go, we drive out there. I'm there. I'm in McCormick Place by like 8.30 in the morning. Now, the show doesn't start till 10 a.m., but whatever. I don't care. My son's up early. He's excited. It's like Christmas morning for him. Um and uh, I'm up early because I'm old, and I, I get up early no matter what, so it doesn't really matter. So we get up, we go, we drive down there to McCormick Place. I live in the in the suburbs of Chicago, so easy enough drive down the old uh, Eisenhower Expressway. You get off on uh, 9094 to Indiana, then you you get off uh, on uh, Lakeshore Drive, come back around, bam, you're there, parking lot. Get in, no problem. But uh, it's already like three quarters full. We have to go all the way up to the top level to get parking already. 8:30 in the morning. Car, people are everywhere. People are streaming in now. Luckily, at that point, there's no, there's no big lines or anything. There's no, you know, for the for parking yet. But it's getting full. You could tell. A lot of people there already. It's uh, a lot of excitement. Uh, I'm amazed. 8:30 in the morning. Okay. We park no problem or right next to an elevator it doesn't really matter i mean unless it's cold or rainy outside like what level you park on in that parking garage if you're in par- if you're in lot a it really doesn't matter because there's elevators right there and you're going to have to either take a concourse or you're going to have to walk across the street either one uh, there's two concourses you could take from the parking garage that go to the hyatt um hotel that's attached to the mccormick center so Easy enough, you know, to park, park near an elevator, get on on the level you want to get off. If you want to get on the concourse, I think it's level four. If you want to go across the street, you just go to the bottom. So we went to the bottom. I didn't care about the concourse. It was a nice enough day. It was like 50 degrees out. And uh, we uh, we get there and, and park and, and get out and uh, and head to uh, the convention center. Already tons of people. Cops are out everywhere directing traffic. Um, there's already just, you know, cosplayers and, and fans and, and people everywhere, but it's not what it's gonna be yet. Like it's already busy at 8.30 in the morning, but not anywhere near the mass of humanity that we find later in the day. Uh, but so we get in and Right away, one of the things I noticed that has changed from last year, which I thought was interesting, and, and I'll tell you why I thought it was interesting, but they changed the security checkpoint, the, the metal detectors and where you go through to get your bag checked and get your body checked for metal. Um, uh, they changed where that was. Uh, the I think year, years past, if you wanted to get into the convention center, you had to go through the metal detectors and then... You could go into the convention center, but if you came out for any reason, including going to the rooms upstairs or just coming out to the front of the of the lobby where you could, like, get out of the, the convention itself, you would have to go back through metal detectors. You know, there, obviously safety is important, but it was a pain in the ass. Last year I went to the show, and uh, uh, I went for, uh, I don't know if it, I went as a p- member of the press reporting for round comics or I, one of the podcasts I was on and um, it was a pain in the butt because every time I wanted to go to a panel to cover a panel I would have to go back through security and it would take me 10-15 minutes to go back through security and get my bag checked once again and all that crap just so I could go to a panel and, and it was really kind of frustrating as someone that was, was hopping back and forth between panels throughout the day And the convention itself talking to creators uh, or just you know enjoying the convention or checking out the convention it was it was a pain in the butt and so just because I uh, am opinionated if you haven't figured that out by now I decided to actually um, contact the guy who runs the show I happen to know him a little bit personally I've known him since the beginning of the New York Comic Con Uh, or not New York. I'm sorry. Uh, the beginning of C2E2 and New York Comic Con. Quite honestly, he's a guy who kind of reached out to uh, Chris and, and Tom and I way back in the day when they first started um, doing uh, C2E2 or they were planning the first ever C2E2. They had reached out to people in Chicagoland that were familiar with the comic book industry, and, and we were familiar with the industry, obviously, and we had some connections and some knowledge, and you know, we were we were. Um, Around comics, so he reached out to us and picked our brains about running a convention in Chicago and doing different things in Chicago, which I thought right there set them apart from other conventions. Um, The fact that they would do that sort of thing, and I think they continue to do that sort of thing, really try and be integrated with the city and the, the the scene and the people here. Uh, in Chicago for the convention, I think C2E2 does an excellent job of that, and and they did that from the very beginning. I can speak uh, from my own experience with them of being contacted by them and then them picking our brain about the show. So uh, I I have a bit of a relationship with with uh, Lance who who runs the show. I believe he still runs it, but I know he did last year. And so I contacted him. I said, hey, you know, just a just a idea or just a thought. It's really a pain in the ass if you're a member of the press to go back and forth between the show and the panels if you're covering stuff because you have to go through security. He's like, yeah, I know, blah, 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 but it is security. I'm like, yeah, I understand. Absolutely. I'm just saying maybe for next year, maybe something to think about, there's some other way to do it. And sure enough, you know, I'm not saying I'm not taking credit for it, you know, but I did send him that uh, note and, and they did change it where... Once you get through security, you can then go upstairs, you can go into the panels, you can go to different rooms, or you could go into the convention center, um, and you could go back and forth between the two without having to go through security once again. And I think it made it 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 much easier for me, because I did go up to some panels, I did... You know walk around different parts of the building that I was able to and not having to go back through security once I already did I thought that was a smart move on their part to do that it, it made it easier and, it, and like I said, for me it was just a matter of like okay if I'm here to cover the show as a member of the press it really is a kind of a pain it, it's a detriment to me and it's sort of like okay do I want to go through you know the, the waste 45 minutes that it might take or 30 minutes or whatever it might take to go through this to go see a panel you know, am I going to take the time if I have to go through all that? It might just, you know, not just me, but other people that cover the show. So I'm glad to see that they they took that into consideration and did change that. So that was cool. Uh, got through security really easily. I mean, I <laughs> it's funny uh, after after that, my son and I uh, were kind of just waiting for the doors to open, and and they were like packing these rows of people. Thought, you know, at this point things are just getting crazy, and, and they're just packing rows of people waiting to get into the show. And, um, there's security people everywhere. There's the metal detectors. We're sort of at the front of one of these rows and we can see, you know, the metal detectors are right in front of us and we could see all the people coming through the metal detectors. And it was really funny. The best part was watching all the cosplayers. Watching cosplayers come through metal detectors and watching the security people like being befuddled at how to handle these people cuz you're you're literally seeing people walk through not only they're wearing masks and helmets and and disguises, but they're carrying weapons some, you know, some more Real looking than others, but I mean, there. Were, I don't know how many times people are walking through with actual bows and arrows. You know, the arrows didn't have real tips on them; they had the tips taped, or they had them, you know, orange foam or something on them. But real bows, like I saw, you know, I don't know how many Hawkeyes and, and different characters that carry bows walk through with actual bows, and and it's just funny to see these security people sort of like go, hey man, I don't think you can come in with that, uh, but not really sure because they're they're working for the show, they understand to a certain degree. That this is part of it, but you know, that, that it's like Judge Dredd. Uh, we were laughing because Judge Dredd was having a really hard time getting through. This guy had a really awesome Judge Dread costume, but you know, first thing, he couldn't even fit through the metal detector because his shoulder pads are so fucking big. But the security's like looking at this guy, he's loaded down with weapons, and they have to go over and then metal and you know, just like they don't even know what to do with this dude. Like, he's a walking security risk and and yet somehow he did end up getting through good you know which was which was great but it was kind of fun to sit there and watch for a little while and you know it was entertaining for us as we uh, we watched the various cosplayers come through and 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 be padded down and metal detected and 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 all that stuff sort of stuff so that was kind of neat but I got my tickets uh, no problem um, uh, which I ended up uh, having to come back out that that played another part in, in the whole metal detector thing So I ended up not, I ended up buying three tickets, not using, uh, any of them because the people that were supposed to come with me didn't. Um, uh, my, my daughter and two of her friends were gonna come and then that turned into a whole thing. So they didn't come. So I had three tickets, but luckily I had, uh, I I had people that wanted them. So I had to come out throughout the day and meet, uh, people to give them tickets. So, the whole metal detector thing, that made it a lot easier to do that as well, which was good. Um, I don't know if the con likes that, but for me it worked out. Uh, so we get in, so finally the doors open and they let in the, you know, they did it in waves, which was pretty cool. There's like a, there's a, you know, like every con now they sell VIP tickets where like you get, you know, advanced entrance. And that was one of the other things that drove me a little nuts. In years past, press used to be able to get in early and it was really helpful because you could get in early, you could go to Artist Alley or to the booths and you could contact creators or people in the industry and you could set up meetings or even do interviews before the mass of humanity got in and it was so loud and crowded you couldn't really do anything. You used to be able to do that. You used to get in before the crowd and yeah, it was a nice perk to be able to get in as well but it was actually beneficial in trying to cover the show because I'll be honest, I, went there with a recorder i went there with the idea of maybe trying to get some interviews talking to some people that kind of thing there was no way it was so busy so insane people are so busy there's no chance you can't you know to try and get any kind of usable audio uh... is such a challenge in a in a show like that but if, if they were to let you in an hour early, and I was there an hour early, hour and a half early, if they were to let me in, you know, there would be opportunities, if nothing else, to at least set up times later in the day or set up a schedule, talk to people, and go, hey, could we maybe meet outside somewhere a little quieter and talk, do an interview, that kind of thing. Uh, it, it's really beneficial. So I don't know, uh, Lance from C2E2, if you're listening to this, just another thing to help people who actually cover the show. That are doing you know work for you that are that are trying to promote the show or at least trying to cover it um it might be helpful to let people in the press get in early uh and and talk to creators that kind of thing beforehand i think they do it on fridays maybe but they don't do it on saturdays uh or sundays i don't think so it's a, it's a little annoying uh but whatever it is what it is so i i can't complain about a free ticket a free pass to a show um We'll be back after a quick break. Do you ever wish you could sit in on a conversation with some of your favorite authors and listen to them talk about their writing process, their path to publication, and of course their newest novels? Hi, I'm Marissa Meyer, best-selling author of the Lunar Chronicles, and I would love for you to check out the Happy Writer podcast, where every week I talk with other writers about books, craft, inspiration, and how to bring a little more joy into our lives. The Happy Writer is available wherever you get your podcasts or find us on Instagram at Happy Writer Podcast. Uh, but it- those kind of things do make it a little harder to try and cover if you're legitimately trying to cover the show which I was I was there with my son but I was also we were both trying to cover the show he was my intern I, I put him to work he's 13 now and he's interested in this stuff and he's interested in like YouTube and and social media and so I kind of put him to work I you know I, I logged in to the Around Comics uh, Instagram account and I had him taking pictures and and a little bit of video and doing that kind of stuff throughout the day just trying to give him a feel of, of that kind of thing if it's something he's interested in you know so uh so we were working you know and 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 we had press passes and it was nice to be able to do that kind of stuff but you know it's it's a pain in the butt to try and cover um the show uh while you're you know uh, harangued within you know the thousands and thousands and thousands of people that are, that are walking the show as fans trying to do other things trying to buy product trying to you know get signatures that kind of thing so it's a it's a little frustrating anyway we did get in we did take pictures we did cover some stuff um i didn't get to as many panels as i'd like that's another issue with um with covering the show is like getting up to panels and then figuring out you know if it's a popular panel there's a huge line there's a gigantic line so you either have to get there super early to try and get a seat um, I don't know if they allow the press in. I know I've been turned away from, from popular panels in the past. I've tried to get in with a press badge later uh, once the show, you know, has, has let in the people. But it's like, I I don't really want to stand in line to cover a panel. I'm not there as a fan. Like, I don't care what Marvel now is. You know what I mean? I don't really care about the panel from that perspective. Like, ooh, I'm excited to find out what Marvel is going to announce at this at this panel. I really don't personally care but I would cover it I would talk about it uh, if I was able to get in there and and actually cover it but it's hard to do that when you have thousands of people or not thousands but you have tons of people that are sitting there standing waiting in line to watch this as fans as you know that's great that, but I'm not going to waste my time standing in line for an hour to cover this for you you know what I mean like that's that that's silly I like I don't want to uh, there's other things I could be doing throughout the day than standing in line. Um, so I'm going to go do that. So I, I did get to a couple of panels. I will give a shout out to the, the uh, Chicago League of Lady Arm Wrestlers. Uh, it was kind of a comedy show about... Uh, it, it was like if the WWE was all women and they didn't wrestle, but they did do um, arm wrestling. They did arm wrestling instead of regular wrestling. Uh, it was really entertaining and fun. Uh, if you ever get a chance, if you're in Chicagoland... Uh, or you're around somewhere where they're doing that. I'm assuming they do this at, like, small theaters or bar. It seemed like a really fun bar thing. Um, it was really fun and entertaining. It was very funny. Everybody's dressed up in costumes. They all have, like, wrestler personalities that are very funny. They're, 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 a lot of it's gender-bending kind of stuff. It's, it's all women, and they're dressed up as, you know, male celebrities sort of. And then they have funny names that, that go along with it. it. It's all very fun. It was really entertaining and fun. So uh, yeah, shout out to the Chicago League of Lady Arm Wrestlers. Very very funny stuff. Uh, the Jack, I did go to the Jackbox Games uh, panel. I did go to the um, it was a writing for comics panel, which was kind of interesting. I you know I'm not going to sit here and try and cover it all uh, because it, 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 you know you can go online and find that. But the the panels are always kind of fun stuff. If you go to conventions and you go for three days. Uh, go check out panels, you, you know, there, there's a lot of interesting stuff out there and it's a good break from the con Like it's a, you know, that's me and my son, you know There were just times where we needed a break from the mass from from the crowd So, you know go upstairs you go into a panel Even if it's something you may not know what it is or be that interested in go check it out It's a, take, you know an hour out of your day drink some water sit down relax Have a few laughs a lot of it's you know fun stuff panelists are always good you know, whatever the panel is, it, it, you may not be interested in it, but you'll probably be entertained by it nonetheless, uh, even if it's something you're not that crazy about. Like, you know, we didn't know what the Chicago Lady, League of Lady Arm Wrestlers was going to be, but we needed a break, so we went up there, and, and it was fun to watch, and we had a great time. Uh, they, they put on a great show, and it was it was a nice break from the convention. The convention itself. You know C2E2 does a great job I've always I've always thought they, they've tried to do a great job of one making their convention com- comic book centric they they are still a comic book show you know it's always been a complaint uh, of like Wizard World Wizard World turned into an autograph show um, and and that's because they wanted audiences uh, quite honestly they want across people come for autographs I get it uh, and and C2E2 has plenty of, you know, celebrities and that kind of thing. Nerd celebrity there to get autographs. But the thing that they do is they kind of segregate everything. They kind of keep everything a little separate so you can go to the part of this convention that you want to go to and maybe not have to deal with all the rest of the craziness. Although on a Saturday, forget it. Um, It was insane. It was so busy at one point by, well, by 10 o'clock, I think all the parking lots were full. I talked to people in the show that literally parked a mile or two away from the show and took an Uber to the show. Uh, My one friend took an Uber from the suburbs. It was like a $40 Uber each way. He's like, I don't care. I don't have to deal with anything. Uh, You know, I'd pay half that or, or, or close to that in parking anyway. Whatever, I, I, you know, it doesn't matter. I, I grab an Uber from my house, from my doorstep to the to the convention door. I'm like, all right, that makes sense. I mean, it's a great idea, especially if you have like other people that are going too. I mean, I could have went with him, at, you know, and and could have split it, and that would have made a lot of sense. So, uh, so I, but but the the parking is a madhouse. It is insanity. If you're gonna go to that show on a, on a I think on any of the days at this point. Get there early if you want to park near the show, if you want to park in the parking lots and not have to to go um, miles away. Um, I remember, it's funny, I remember when that show first started and when I first went to it, I think it was the first year I went, I drove down there and I parked on the street by the convention center. That's how uh, different it is from now till then. There is is street parking around McCormick Place. You can find it within walking distance um, from McCormick Place sometimes. Uh, if you get there, I think you'd have to get there at six in the morning maybe now to, to, to find that, but there is street parking. Uh, but yeah, there were definitely people that parked, uh, miles away and, and either walked or Ubered, uh, their stuff, uh, to the convention. It was, it was ins- insanity. I mean, we got there as soon as the doors opened, there were already lines at tables. People, you know, uh, were getting in lines, you know, Scotty Young, Katie Cook, uh, Arthur Adams, Chris Claremont, uh, I don't know who, the, the bigger names that were there in Artist Alley, there were already lines that, you know, we got in 10 minutes after the doors opened, there were already lines of people waiting for autographs, waiting for sketches, that kind of stuff. Amazing. Um, but at, going back to the convention, you know, how they segregate the things. So, so like you have Artist Alley, you have the dealers, you have the autograph stuff is, is in another section. You have all this sort of Uh, You know panels are in a completely different section So they they do a really nice job of sort of segregating everything and it's kind of cool The way that they set it up so that you can try to enjoy What you maybe want to enjoy and not have to deal with it. You're not into autographs. You don't I, I never saw I never saw one Person that was signing autographs. I never I never went in that section of the convention I, they had a completely, like, quartered off... I didn't... I never saw that at all. I didn't... I, I, I literally did not see that part of the convention. Um And then Artist Alley is, is its own thing, and all this dealer shops are its own thing, and all that. But I will say this. A, a Saturday there was absolutely bonkers. It was so packed full of people. At one point, we could not move. We were just walk, trying to get through... uh the the rows of dealers looking at shops looking at stuff to buy my son and i couldn't we didn't buy anything we we didn't i didn't buy this was the first year where i did not buy anything myself personally because it was almost impossible for me to actually stop for two seconds or, or just see through the mass of people to look at anything to browse and shop. I mean, I go to, I don't, I go to conventions. I usually don't have any plan to buy anything. I'm not looking for sketches or, or, or certainly not autographs, that kind of thing. But if I see something cool that I like, I will buy it. And my kids usually buy stuff from an artist alley. They, or they, they buy both. They buy, they might buy a T-shirt, or a little knickknack, or something fun in the shops, but they like Artist Alley. and They like prints, um, and they buy they buy prints from Artist Alley from different artists, just stuff they like. Um, not this year. We didn't buy one print because it was it was so busy, annoyingly so, where you couldn't stand to be in the 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 mass of people. It made it really not enjoyable and not an experience that lent itself to browsing around and maybe finding something cool Um, I'm sure it's great for everybody there I'm sure everybody did a ton of business but it is an interesting thing like for me as a casual sort of buyer um, I I was not spending any. I didn't spend any money on anything because I didn't have the experience that I that I would want that's why I usually go on a Friday and a Sunday because it's a little less crushingly busy than it is on a Saturday this was this was insane it was it was so packed full of people but at the same time I mean they they try and do their best they they have very wide Uh, rows very wide alley uh, alleys uh, in the show Um, and they try and do their best to to get people through and and give them some space but there was no way it's just so much uh, so many people so many cosplayers so many fans uh, and it's amazing. The cosplay stuff is amazing. I mean, the, the 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 amount of work and detail and love that these people have for, for making these costumes and for these characters, it is so much fun. It is so cool. My kids love it. I love it. You cannot help but being impressed by the, the cosplaying at, at C2E2 or any of these big conventions. It's unreal, but it's also a gigantic pain in the ass when you have a person dressed up as the Infinity Gauntlet, you know, a six-foot-tall Infinity Gauntlet that's taking up ten people wide, you know, wandering through the show is really difficult for traffic. It really makes a, a, a tough uh, go of it when you're trying to get around the convention center. So, I, as much as I love the cosplay stuff, it really gets annoying, and 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 um, you know, people stopping and taking pictures in in you know in the robes, I don't. I, I'm sorry. I will walk through your picture. I'm not stopping. I'm not waiting for you. I don't care. Uh, You're gonna have to go somewhere. You should go somewhere else if you want a picture. Walk away, find somewhere that's that's not blocking traffic and then take your picture. Uh, And honestly, I will say, I think that's gotten better to some degree. I didn't really get, as many people were there I didn't really get stopped by that sort of thing that often there was a couple of times but considering how many people and how many cosplayers were there a lot of the cosplay stuff stays to the front of the show outside in the lobby there's a DJ there's a cosplay dance party going on which was hilarious to watch Um, there's so much you know uh, the photography and stuff they kind of keep to the front which is cool that I think that's a great idea because it it gives people the opportunity to do what they want they want to take pictures they want to get their picture taken that's you know that's a huge part of the Show, but to do it in the middle of the show is such a pain in the butt to people that that aren't interested in it. It it, it makes me want to uh, strangle people dressed in costumes. But like I said, I didn't I didn't really feel like it was that bad this year. I felt like considering. Uh, it wasn 't that bad but uh, but there were there were there's always going to be instances of that um, The show itself was fun, but it was it was insanity it was so crazy it was so busy that I really felt like i didn 't get to experience that much of the show itself the between stuff going on panels things you want to see talking to people I you know I want to spend time talking to people that I don 't get to see that often a lot of friends that kind of thing that i don 't get to see I did get to see some people but and say hi for a minute but they're so busy at conventions it's almost impossible to really get any uh, any you know meaningful time with them I mean you know there were you know I got to say hi to some people and talk with a a few but there were people that I, I, literally was able to just say hi to. They were either, you know, getting interviews done by other podcasts or shows, um, or just so busy with their customers, with their fans that, you know, i not, I don't want to take up their time and take, uh, take time away from the fans standing in line, uh, to say hi to my friends. As much as I enjoy it myself, it's a very selfish thing. So I try not to, uh, but you know, it does happen. Uh, But I did get to spend a little bit of time. I did get to spend a little bit of time in Artist Alley. We did get through some panels. We did get through a lot of stuff. Um, I don't think I'm going to go back to a Saturday show. It's just too crazy for me. As much fun as it is, if I had zero agenda, if I didn't, you know, if I was there three days or if I was there Friday and Saturday or Saturday and Sunday, maybe um, I could see going to a Saturday with the plan of just like experiencing the insanity of it. You have to embrace it. I think you can't like to try and go there. At least for me, with any sort of agenda, with any sort of plan, was almost impossible. It literally was impossible for me to try and do. I couldn't get it done. But you know what? It's a convention. It's a comic con. Um, And and the important thing I I I was reminded about the comic con. One of one of the best things that happened to me at this convention was something. Later in the in the evening, uh, uh, near the end of the show, my son and I went into the Hyatt and we sat down. We had something to eat and we were uh, we were resting and relaxing. We were deciding whether we were going to stick around anymore or we were going to leave. And uh, ended up sitting down to this couple, uh, older couple like myself. They they had badges for the convention, but they really didn't look like they were there for the convention. And then a little bit later on, their son showed up and he's somewhere in his early twenties, a kid, a cosplayer. He was dressed up as Negative man from Doom Patrol, which I thought was really cool. Uh, and, and they come down from Wisconsin. They were from Green Bay and they came down with him. They come down every year for this huge Comic-Con and, and they just hang out and, and they do it for him. They really support him and his love of this. And, and I was talking to them a little bit and, you know, they talked about, Uh, why, you know, I asked them about it, and they talked about why they were there, and it was like, hey, you know, we don't quite understand it, he loves this stuff, he got into comics in high school, and he just became very obsessive about it, he loves the books, he reads tons of comics, he collects tons of comics, he buys statues, he buys art, he contacts the creators, he sends them emails and stuff like that, he dresses up in costume, he goes to the conventions, and and they don't quite understand it all, but they love him and they support him because, you know, he's a nerd. And, And like all of us nerds, myself included, you know, we're awkward, and we're strange, and we don't think like everybody else, and we're, you know, sort of introverted, and and we don't uh, necessarily get along with everyone, or are liked by that many people, or have a ton of friends. And then all of a sudden, you go to a comic convention, or in my case, it was you know it was message boards back in the day. Uh, that's when I started to find my tribe, you know what I mean? And, and, and the people that are like me. And when you go to a comic convention like this, and all of a sudden you're surrounded by thousands of people that are like you and that you can talk to about this stuff and that you geek out with and that are into it like you are and dress up in costumes and that kind of stuff and love it like you love it, it's such a great feeling to know that you are not alone, you know, and and I think we can all kind of relate to that. And that was a great reminder to me because I'm not there anymore. You know, I'm not that kid anymore. I'm a, I'm an adult. I have my own kids. I, uh, As much as I love comics, I'm not in the same headspace as a 23-year-old or an 18-year-old or a 15-year-old or even a, you know, 30 year old who is into this stuff the way I was when I was that age. Uh, But it was a great reminder, and it was awesome to see these parents that were like, hey, he could be doing so many other things that are bad. He could be doing drugs, he could be drinking, he could be out, you know, whatever. And this is what he loves, so of course we want to support him. And it was awesome to see that they didn't care; they they had so much fun watching him enjoy it, and that was really cool to see that that those parents were super supportive about it. They were they were awesome, nice people, and uh, and they just came down and they would you know enjoy the city a little bit and 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 spend time with their son who had a love for this stuff, and and uh, it was it was really. A cool thing so that was a, a great way to cap off the show for me and my son too because that's what we're doing you know what I mean like we're experiencing it together we have fun with it spend time together and enjoy this thing together and that's that's really what the conventions are about it's the fandoms the fans getting together so you know it, it for me it's just like I ha- it changed my perspective a little bit, and not you know it's not like I had some enlightened moment, but it was just a great reminder to sit there and go yeah you know what I I'm not gonna be one of those people that sit there and go, well, you don't read the comics, or you're not an old school fan, or you're not a real fan, or you're a fake geek girl, or you're a fake geek guy, or you're whatever whatever you like. If you dig it, if you're into it, if it's the books, the comics, novels, TV shows, movies, if you just like Pokemon, what I don't care what it is. Uh, you know, whatever it is, you come to these conventions, I hope you're finding your, your tribe. I hope you're finding those people that are like you and it makes you feel... Better about life uh, and about uh, about yourself because you know what it can be crushing it to to be alone. It can be really hard to be an alone geek. I was there. I was I was one of them one time, and it, it can be tough. Uh, so you know go to those conventions find people that are like you and it'll change your life It really will uh, so yeah, it was cool. It was that's that was an awesome end to the show and I really enjoyed it So there you go folks. That's that's really it uh, for this episode I just want to give a little recap about C2E2 It was a, it was a cool experience as nuts as it was as crazy. As it was it was still fun. I had a good show had a great time. It's, they put on a a terrific show. They really do. C2E2 is is one of the best shows, comic book shows in the country. Uh, There's never enough time. Uh, I'm glad to see the people I did see. Sorry I didn't get to see a lot of people I wish I would have. There's there's so many people from around the country that I've gotten to know, friends, uh, comic book fans, comic book creators, that kind of thing that I wish I could spend time with at these shows more. Uh, But I hope you guys all had a great show. Anyone that did go, Anyone that didn't go, I hope you get a chance to go to a show near you like this and 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 have fun. Alright, that's it. Enjoy it. Have a great Monday, uh, and we'll be back with another episode. I'll probably be back Friday with another Top of the Stack. Um, if not, uh, we'll probably be back sometime in April with another episode, Me, Chris, and Tom. Uh, you can always read my comic book reviews. I'm writing reviews at aroundcomics.com slash reviews. We're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, you can get a hold of us at info at aroundcomics.com. Thanks for listening, everybody. I did give out a lot of buttons. Thank you for the people that came up and actually recognized me, which was kind of insane. My son didn't believe that part. Uh, There's still people that know who I am out there in comic book world. Uh, I did give out some buttons. Thanks for for shaking my hand, saying hello. And thank you always for listening. Uh, If it wasn't for you guys, there'd be, uh, you know, just uh, uh, the three of us sitting in a room talking to each other, which wouldn't be the worst thing, but it's much cooler to think that you're out there listening. All right. That's it. Uh, In the meantime, in between time, we'll be everywhere in and around comics.